You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Thursday, October 6th, 2022. I am Dan. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. I have not blocked you, JVM1341. We just had some technical difficulties getting the bird off the ground this morning, but they are here. Mark Porter, Bill Curlick, the two premier recruiting voices in Ohio have joined us for their usual Thursday visit. Gentlemen, how goes it? Hang it in there. Going well this morning. I'd like to start with Jordan Hall. Not a name that has been bandied about here as much as probably it should have been. Mark has a report coming in, uh, offer evaluation coming out here in a little bit. But Jordan Hall, to me, was a bit of a revelation. I went and watched him. He's much better than I thought. I realize he's got a five-star status, but... It- state obviously we are used to that bill maybe let us know in fact let's do it this way mark tell us what kind of player you think he is i mean he he looks like a man yeah uh, uh, i'll say he, he, he's he's a grown man playing with with children maybe his physical dimensions and what you saw out of him and then bill maybe uh i know there's been a recruiting update yeah uh i'll digress for a minute before i jump into jordan hall I actually went to see Jordan Hall on Friday night, but Jordan Hall from the KIPP Academy, the 6'7 offensive tackle that Bill and I watched at the Ohio State camp. And Ohio State gave him as many reps as possible, right, Bill? I mean, we stood there, and they kept putting Jordan Hall back in. He might be one of the best linemen to look at in the class of 2023, and he's out of KIPP in Columbus, which is a newer school you don't hear about too much. Uh, I went to check him out with a bunch of other kids, and I'll just talk about him. He looked pretty good again. I mean, he really is developing at a pace where he's going to be in a big-time program. I don't think it's going to be Ohio State, but they definitely kicked the wheels on that Jordan Hall. So the Jordan Hall that Dan is talking about is from uh, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, uh, defensive tackle, measured in about 6'5", about 300 pounds, I was told. I was reading a blog on him in uh, December. Uh, And when you turn on the film, you cannot believe he is that big. And when you get a couple close-ups, you see that he actually is that size. But I say that because he's one of these athletes. The, the first comparison I made, and I think it was just the Florida vibes I was getting, was Warren Sapp. I mean, he looked like one of those three-technique penetrators, NFL guys that's coming off the ball, and it's everything you can do to stop him. Now, the question marks with him are maybe why we haven't heard about him. 
is the level of competition. He doesn't get blocked on that whole film. There's not a kid on that film that actually stands in his way and takes on the charging rhino. He's blowing the gaps. He's blowing through their shoulder pads. Uh, so the level of competition can be questioned. Uh, he didn't see another 300-pounder step over in front of him and man him up and, you know, shed that guy to get to the plate. He's just being an unbelievable athlete and just taking over games that kids have no chance at in high school. The measurables are there. The quickness is there. The size and speed there. Now it's just will he develop when he sees big-time competition wherever he goes? Can he handle other 280, 300-pounders on him every single play? Because that's not what he's seen right now. So there's the leap of faith with him. That's kind of the evaluation. But no doubt his talent and his ability are rare for his size. It, it's really a great film to see a big man move. Bill, the recruiting update had the fateful final visit as the game. Yeah. Um, Jordan Hall was a guy that um, I started writing about, I believe, last spring, um, maybe late winter, but but sometimes late winter, spring, I, I wrote my first article on Jordan Hall. At that point, uh, he was interested in Ohio State, and Ohio State was interested in him, but he wasn't getting the recruiting attention that he is now from schools. He's kind of blowing up some um, on the recruiting trail. And it's interesting, this summer I talked to one of my Florida sources in Florida who, who really thought this guy is really good. He said, he said, I, I don't, he, he was talking about some of the schools down there, the Florida Gators in particular. He said, I don't know why they're not recruiting him harder. Um, that he's really good. As he put it, they should be. And, and I, I did a follow-up, I think, in the summertime maybe. Um, but lo and behold, then, the, the bigger schools you know, really did start getting in on him. Um, uh, I, I know that uh, I did an article uh, kind of having the news that he was going to make an official visit to Ohio State for the Michigan game, and that is still set. Um as Mark said, you know, he doesn't play necessarily against, you know, he goes to uh, West Side High School, not exactly the biggest uh, named football program in the state of Florida. It's in Jacksonville, uh, West Side. And that, that maybe has a little to do with why he's kind of blown up now as opposed to uh, then. But in any event, he's six foot five almost. He's 300 plus pounds and uh, he, he's got the offers. He's you know, he's a guy that uh, the schools now want, and he is going to make that official visit to Ohio State for the Michigan game, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, in terms of uh, a prospect to be developed, I guess the quality of competition, good Lord, just redshirt the guy. How many guys at 300 pounds get off the ball like that? And, he, and, and as Mark and uh, Bill have said, the level of competition, and I encourage everybody to go watch the video, maybe isn't high, but he plays defensive end in a lot of spots in a four-man front, and his jump is quick. I mean, even if there was a guy in front of him, and Mark's the, literally the player's windshield to this guy. I've never seen anything like it. So, yeah, And I, I never when – I, when I scout guys, I never try to criticize them when they play lower competition because that's not their fault. It's nothing they have control over. What I do ask of them when they play, play lower competition is dominate it the way you should. And, and look the way you should against poor competition, which he obviously does. It's it's a blow-you-away highlight. It's too good of a highlight film is almost what it is. That's what raises the eyebrow. Like, 
who's this kid playing against? I mean, he's just in the backfield with a tackle for loss every other play. So he's doing what he should against poor competition. You'd really have your eyebrows raised if, if the highlights film, I guess, didn't look like this. So level of competition doesn't bother me the way it bothers, I guess, other people, as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do against it. And, and you know, so kid, kids just blow up. Uh, they, they have, this is the reason why an Ohio state virtually always does this. They don't use all their scholarships up by the end of the summer because they, uh, you know, want to be able to have a scholarship or two for a kid that has a great senior year. Uh, case in point is another one. Uh, Orion Carter, a linebacker from Smyrna, Tennessee, um, committed to Memphis early. He's not going to end up at Memphis unless uh, I'm dead wrong on this. And I don't think I'm dead wrong on this. He's not going to end up at Memphis. You know, he's got Alabama chasing him hard now. He's got Ohio State that uh, offered him last Friday night, which we had an article on Bucknuts late Friday night about that offer. Um, yeah, he's got the big Tennessee, University of Tennessee wants him, the home state school now. He's had a great senior season. He's six foot one, 212 pounds. Maybe not prototype linebacker size right now, but he can play. And he's blowing up. And Ohio State uh, is now after Jim Knowles talked to him before his game on Friday night and offered him a scholarship. So kids do have great senior seasons. They do blow up. And it's it's nice to have a scholarship or two available for these kind of guys. With, with us diving into recruiting a little bit, I'm going to talk a little more today. Bill's right. Between your sophomore and senior year, it's not unusual for kids to grow two, four inches, put on 10, 15, 20 pounds, drop a 40 time, get experienced, not be so raw. So Jordan Hall and Jordan Hall in Ohio are two perfect examples of what Bill's saying. I guarantee that Ohio State has watched the Jordan Hall from Kip in Columbus the same way they watched the one down in Jacksonville. Have these kids progressed from their junior film? Are they a completely different human one year later after losing 20 pounds, growing two inches, going to a bunch of summer caps, coming out of their shell, maturing, 19 different things, the light bulb comes on. That's why I got to go back and scout kids sophomore year, junior year, senior year, and make sure they're not a different human being at this time in their lives because this is when that happens. So and, and Bill right. you know, these kids that blow up senior year, there's nothing to matter with them. It's just doing unbelievable amounts of homework, which Ohio State has the staff to do that. Right. They can go flip all those senior stones and say, hey, let's go back over 200 seniors where a lot of programs, and I'm not airing their dirty laundry, they don't go back over senior film. They offer all their kids as juniors. They take all their commitments, and they're on to the next class, and they save the resources of going through all that senior tape and not finding a kid like this or you know, finishing up your homework. And put on the tape. Do the same thing for Arian Carter. Put on uh, the article I did the other yesterday. Actually, uh, has his first half of his senior season highlight video. Watch that video. <laughs> You're going to see a really good player. You're going to see a running back linebacker that gets to the ball and, and makes plays. Uh, if you looked at his junior tape, which I didn't, because Ohio State wasn't on him then. But I'll bet you it's a lot different than his first half of his senior yep. year video. I'll bet you there's a big difference because this one's really, really good. So you're going to have Dan make me break down both videos and tell us the difference now. <laughs> uh, that would be the operative word there being make. Make, yeah, there you go. Get get that done, Buckners. 
But I tell you what, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but an inability to handle this process correctly is what ended Mac Brown's tenure at Texas. They got into the habit of taking all the Texas kids in their junior year and projecting them, and they missed on about half of them. Yep. So it screwed them over. But again, the interest in the Texas guys back then was so high that they had to take them early, um, and they gambled and missed. I think you're right. Listen, these are teenagers, man. Things are fluid. Guys have growth spurts. I mean, Anthony Davis, the basketball player, started high school at 6'1 and finished at 6'10. So I imagine his offer list changed. Look at Luke Montgomery and Austin Sierraveld. Both those guys were 6'3", 6'4", a couple years ago. Now they're both 6'5". And Luke Montgomery's stretching out every time I see him. And, you know, it's not like Ohio State can predict that. But you're making these bets sometimes that – yeah, these kids are going to keep growing and their bodies are going to keep changing. It's, it's, it's a never-ending process, good and bad. We're going to take a quick break, pay some bills, and we'll come back and take some questions here. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back. Gentlemen, I think you're required to answer this. Georgia, Ohio State, or Alabama? Let's talk some football real quick. How do you think things are going now that we are about uh, almost to the halfway point of the season? Do you see Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia on the same tier and kind of everyone else in another one? What's your vibe? Bill, take that first. Well, yeah, obviously I've watched all the Ohio State games. I've watched Alabama some. I've watched Georgia some. Not as much as Ohio State. But um, uh, when I think of Alabama and Georgia, I think of two – very talented programs that um, have shown that they, while they are very talented and very good, they're not always really dominant. You know, uh, Georgia, uh, close game, Alabama, close games. Um, So I'm seeing those as the three top schools, but I don't have as some of our SEC friends I'm sure do have Georgia and Alabama dominant. Um, I think that uh, from what I see right now, any one of those three teams, you could make a case for them being number one in the country at this point. 
Um, I don't know that I can make a case for anybody else besides one of those three teams being number one in the country. That's what I see so far. How about you, Mark? Yeah, you know, I haven't seen as much college football. I'm on the road scouting some Saturdays. But I've seen – or what I've thought about Ohio State all year as I'm doing the eye in the sky is they're a developmental thing right now. They're still feeling their way around on offense. Their receiver core is young. Uh, they, Henderson didn't play last week. They've had a few guys missing. I think what Ohio State will do is build up to a peak at the end of the year, and hopefully they peak. They may have a scare left on their schedule where they get a tough half or you know they get into a dogfight because that's college football, and that's what's happening to these other great teams. But this is going to be about who's peaking around Michigan time, playoff time. In Ohio State, if they get the receiving quarterback, they get these reps. Those freshmen become sophomores at the end of the year. Those sophomores become juniors. So that experience that we're getting now is what's going to make a hopefully Ohio State the number one team towards the end because the talent that's coming up at receiver is national elite talent, win national championship talent. The defensive line talent that's young is big-time talent that's young right now. So as the season progresses, I think Ohio State will get better. Uh, the other two teams, I can't really give you that in-depth view, but if if they're surviving weeks now and getting scarce, they have their own developmental problems through the season. And I think if you played these teams now, it would be totally different than if you played them in two months at the end of the year with all the practices and development that comes along with that. So I kind of you know danced around that answer. But Ohio State, to me, is a developmental team right now with top-notch talent that needs to be seasoned. The, defense, the de- difference to me this year as opposed to the last two years is pretty simple, defense. Yep. Ohio State, you know, last two years you're you're thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, we don't – we as in, you know, Ohio State, we don't have the ball anymore, you know, the, <laughs> what's going to happen. I don't watch the games now and think that. I watch the games now and think Ohio State's defense is going to stop the other team, and that's the difference to me. I Jim Knowles is good has yeah. done an incredible job in a short period of time with that defense. And let me do one more note on that defense. It, we all, you know, chronicled a bunch, and I've watched a bunch of tape. It's very complex. Guys moving everywhere, guys thinking on defense pre-snap. Now, go back a year, Ohio State went with the theory, we're going to sit in vanilla, and hopefully guys know their role so well they play fast and they're not thinking, Okay. Eh, that works, doesn't work, but I think when the Knowles defense gets some seasoning and these guys get comfortable with all the pre-stat movements and all the thinking goes away, there's still much growth to this defense. Like, I think you're still seeing, you know, the baby vanilla stage of this defense, and every more every week you're adding wrinkles, you're adding wrinkles, you're, you know, firming up the base coverages that you're now so secure in and, and you have confidence in and those things are going to make that defense even better as they keep playing because this is still a developmental defense. I mean, they're not very many games into their season, and they're already – like I feel like they're going to stop people. Yeah, I think that only gets better too. And uh, looking ahead, um, I see only positives out of that because kids are mentioning to me when I talk to them that Ohio State plays defense now and that they are interested in being a part of that defense for two re- couple reasons. Number one, it's a good defense. And number two, it's, an ex- it's a fun defense. It's an aggressive defense. It's an attacking defense. And kids like to do that. No, it's impressive. Um, maybe we should have seen this coming because obviously the schematics are different. But uh, Jeff Hathley came in here and was an overnight sensation too. 
So it's pretty clear Ohio State has the materials needed for an excellent defense. It's a matter of getting the maestro in here to organize it correctly. I think losing Halfley after one season caught Day off guard a little bit, and we have now recovered, thankfully. Next question, William. Keon Keeley has an Alabama visit this weekend, and Damon Wilson or Damone Wilson, I still don't know what the answer is, is headed to Georgia for a visit. Those are the two of the three tight ends that Ohio State has chased ad nauseum. Can you please give us your vibes as they head into these SEC weekend visits? This is going to be a huge weekend and uh, for Ohio State recruiting-wise, and they're not playing at home. There's no recruits to host. It's going to be big for that reason. Alabama hosts uh, Texas A&M, and Keon Keeley is going to be there. Uh, and I also should mention K.J. Bolden who is relationship.